Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, September 12th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to today's Pisscast. How Welcome was your weekend? It. Uh, it was great. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, when we played ball in Canmore and Diamond's there, just incredibly beautiful. And the weather was great. It was hot and... Yeah. Smoky? Uh, it actually didn't feel smoky at all until yesterday when we got off the field and then the smoke really blew in there. It actually stayed at bay, which was nice. Because so. all the photos I saw from the weekend looked like it was pretty orange. Yeah, pretty no. Hazy out there. It was hazy, but it didn't smell like smoke at all. So It was smoky here in town. You could definitely smell it. Was it? Yeah, because we have to, like, it was hot and our windows have to be open because yeah. it's hot in the house. Yeah, Saturday I didn't it's smell it all. Sunday, yeah, it started rolling in at the end. And then as I drove into town, I couldn't believe how smoky it was here as I came back from here. I was like, oh, holy yeah. crap. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty smoky today. Um, it is. Although we did pretty good this summer with not having too many nice days ruined by smoke. It's true. So that was good. Uh, my parents were in town and they came out to help with our yard because we were going to do a bunch of yard work, pull out some old ugly bushes and landscaping and stuff and get the grass growing again. My dad's really, really good at that sort of thing. And we got so much done. Man, is my body sore this like f- from all that work though? Oh yeah. You know, like being down pulling up paving stones and yep. like, just working a shovel. And if you did that for a living, you wouldn't have to go to the gym. Nope. You could eat whatever you wanted. If you did that eight hours a day every day, you'd be in such good shape. Yeah, get one of them body landscapers would also start bodies. Down. Yeah, or maybe you just get super tough. Yeah, maybe. Just get wiry. That yeah. that manual labor strength that you can't really uh, brawny <laughs> that you can't learn in a gym. Nope. So I uh, have a lot of respect for that kind of work after my weekend, but uh, it was great. We got lots done. The yards are gonna look awesome. I'm pumped. Nice. Uh, on today's show, we're gonna talk about product shortages, the history of uh, something you probably didn't know you needed to know the history of. A friend needed help with uh, a name for his vehicle, so we'll do that. Yes. Buck and Dan make an appearance. Talk about Pierre Polyev's historic election as leader of the Conservative Party. The goat of child-friendly restaurants. A would-you-rather from my son, Bo, a really good one. Uh, first, you're out of context clip of the show. Sausages. Sausages. Sausage. 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 Sausages. Sausage. 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 Sausages. 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 Sausage. Sausage. Sausages. 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 Sausage. Sausages. Sausages. Sausage. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Did you know that the school in Canmore, or one of the schools in Canmore, is called Our Lady of the Snows? No, I did not. I passed. No, by, I didn't. I passed by it on the weekend, and I was like, "That is a phenomenal name for a school." Our Lady of the Snows. Snows, not snow. Snow, snows with a, a plural. Excuse huh. me. Yes, which is an interesting way of saying snow. I mean, okay. I guess so. I would like to be Lady of the Snows, please. Could I be called that? Shauna, Lady of the Snows. You should be calling me that from this point forward. Our Shauna, Lady of the Snows. Does that right? It's crazy though. Like Canmore, it's one of those places that's so magical. Even the name of the school is magical. Like it's just a winter wonderland. Our Lady of the Snows. Ben, I was going to school. So I was raised Catholic, uh-huh. and I remember hearing all these different 
you know, titles of, of Mary, right? Because uh, Our Lady of whatever refers to Jesus' mom, Mary. Right. Uh, even like how um, Bishop Grandin School mm-hmm. here in Calgary was renamed Our Lady of the Rockies. Right. Which is also really cool. Well, that's cool. also badass. But yeah. like, Mary didn't spend any time in the Rockies. No. Right? She, she never came here. She wasn't a big skier. So can you just like throw whatever you want on the end of Our Lady of, I like whatever so. you're kind of feeling at the time? Yeah. I mean, there's a story, I guess, apparently about how some couple was looking for some signs and they asked for, and she they snowed in the middle of the summer, basically. Okay. Yes. That's how Our Lady of the Snows became a thing. But I was reading that and I was like, what? Like, yeah, you're right. You can totally just be like, well, we like the sound of this. I'm sure yeah. there's some time where there was reference to snow. So Our Lady of the Snow. Our Lady of the Half-Eaten Burrito in the fridge that I couldn't finish yesterday. Yeah. Like, I guess you could just <laughs> toss that on anything if you really want to. But again, I mean, I, I, I like it. It has a nice ring to it. Our Lady right. of the Time Between When the Snow Melts and the Street Sweepers Come Out. It's kind of dirty. Our Lady of the Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you could the Dirty Streets. You could do whatever you want there. But you're right. That does yeah. sound... Pretty magical, as far as names of Catholic schools go. Our Lady of the Our Leftover Lady. Stampede Puke on the... Our Lady of the, s- oh, the Snows. Like, yeah, see, that one sounds majestic. I it like really that. does. Yeah. yeah. Everything about that place, mm-hmm. you're right. VNS in 20 minutes or less. My oldest son, Bowie, seven. He hit me with a really good would you rather yesterday. Oh, okay. And I was like, man, I don't know. I'll ask Shauna. Okay. So the question was, would you rather have the ability to teleport? There are stipulations. Uh-huh. So anyone you're touching can go with you. Okay. Your clothes come with you, so you're not naked when you get there. That's good. Um, okay. Would you rather have that ability, or would you rather have the ability to make anything appear in your hand that you want? The stipulation for that is it's got to be something that you are able to hold in your hand. So you can't make like a new car appear in your hand, or like an yeah. abstract concept. You can't make like love appear in your hand. But can you make money appear? In you your can hand? make money appear in your hand as much as you can car- carry. I would prefer that. But you can only do it once a day, is what he said. Okay, but how much money? Is it unlimited? Well, you could carry a lot of money in one hand, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd pick money. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Take that one? Just because then I could, you know, like pay for a private f- flight or something. And then I know teleporting is more instant than your own private plane. That being said, it still will get you there. I thought about that. But I mean, the one thing that even the wealthiest people can't get more of is time. Right? That's true. Like, Elon Musk has the same number of seconds in a day as you do. Yeah. Now, of course, you can pay people to do the things you don't want to do, which frees up a bit more time. Mm-hmm. But teleportation would give you so much time, right? Think of the time that you just spend in transit, especially you, because you travel a lot. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. You could just like snap your fingers and be there with anyone who wanted to come with you. But unlimited money? Because I mean, I know not unlimited, but... You know, like like you could fly your people out to see you if you wanted. You could go see them. You could. Whereas if you teleport but you don't have any money, then it's like... But you could like get off the air today, snap your fingers, be in Toronto, have lunch with your mom, snap your fingers and be back Mm. here in time to do whatever you have to do in the afternoon. That would be super cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, with family all over the country, that that is quite the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could like... Boom, go to a concert you want to see tonight. Be back in your bed boom, immediately the after mountain, the... <laughs> and then just snowboard down. <laughs> no time and lift. Boom, top again. Like, time is so valuable. Yeah, and what teleportation right. does is it removes time constraints for you getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I was trying to think if there was something that you would make appear in your hand other than money that would change this. 
I don't or would it just so. be money? Would it be? Would you be using because your one thing every day for more money? You more probably money, would, because money. then you can do anything with it, right? Like mm-hmm. It would allow you for anything. Yeah, you're right. Teleportation is pretty good. It's a tough one, isn't it? That's really tough. Like, that might be the best would you rather that he ever asked me. Yeah, Bo, you're hurting my brain. It's Monday. <laughs> Why? B and S in 20 minutes or less. I was thinking recently about Swiss Chalet. Uh, now, Swiss Chalet in Ontario is huge. Like, here it's just way less popular. There's just not very many of them around here. Whereas in Ontario, they seem to be everywhere. And I don't know why that is. Anyway, I was thinking about as a kid and going to Swiss Chalet, and one of the coolest things they had was this treasure chest. So after your meal, you could, as a kid, go to this big treasure chest and you got to pick out a toy. Oh. And it was awesome. Yeah, that would be exciting as a kid. It was totally. It was one of those things that I remember looking forward to so much as a kid is this sweet treasure chest. (laughs) And they had this drink that was catered to kids as well called the Shirley Temple. And it was, I don't think they invented that. Well, okay, so it's I a drink it's beforehand. Famous drink. For sure. And it was catered to kids, and I remember we'd always get a Shirley Temple, and I'd get my kid's meal, and then I'd get a treasure chest. I was like, that was one of the best places to go as a kid. When we went as parents, like, parents liked it, and then we as kids got the treasure chest and the Shirley Temples, and it was really fun for us as well. It's smart, because that's it's all you genius. have to do to get the kids to... To go along to behave during the meal? Yeah. If you're Shirley Temple and if you're good, you get to pick from the treasure chest. Totally. After. All right, cool. Now we get to have a nice meal. Yeah. And it got me thinking about the best restaurants for kids in that way. Like when your parents went to a restaurant oh. and you were a kid, what were those places that had those little things? Just whatever it might be, but the little perks that as a kid you were like, yeah, I like this mm. place too. You know, like the goat, if you will, of kid-friendly restaurants or okay restaurants catering to kids. Okay. Can you think of any that so had I'm, something like that? I'm assuming we're not counting Chuck E. Cheese here. Because I, we have to rule like, out Chuck E. Cheese because that one's catered. It's its own thing, yeah. right? No, not that. But like an actual chain restaurant. Yeah, that the, the adults would enjoy and also has some stuff for kids. Two sprung to mind. Okay. When I was growing up, and I don't know if they still do it, but Moxie's used to bring out this dessert called a volcano. Oh, yeah. And it was ice cream with chocolate sauce, but in the dish was dry ice. And it would smoke, and yes. you could see it coming through. You're like, "That's my volcano." You could see it coming through the restaurant. It was smoking everywhere, and they put it down in front of you, and then it would smoke while you ate it. See, that's it was so cool. Yep, that's a way to get the kids happy too. Yeah, we wanted sure. to go there specifically for that. Okay, um, so that was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, second was Montana's. Okay, because you could color on the table. Yes, right. They had the paper on the table with the crayons. Everywhere had their like kid, you know, their kids menu that you could color on. With yep. The, Dirty cup of crayon sitting there. Totally. Um, but you could actually color right on the table. That was cool. And they had the birthday song, and yep. they had the big horns they'd bring out for totally. the birthday. So yeah, that's a big one as well. And I also thought of Montana's Jack Astor's when I was a kid. Also had the color on on the table. table yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jack Astor's was fun for that too, because exactly, you as the kids go and you take your crayons and you go, and then the parents can eat. Um, Boston Pizza was another one that I thought of because for parents, I know that there's also a lot of other kids around. So as a parent, you feel a little less like my sister always wants Boston Pizza gift cards because she's like, it's just great because there's always a lot of kids in there. And no one's going to care if they're like if your kids are a little more rowdy because the other kids are. And sometimes you go and meet up and run along with all the children and let them (laughs) on rampant. And I'm like, well, that's okay. That's supposed Boston Pizza is a good one. Yeah. Uh, Um, This this isn't a chain, but in Saskatoon where I grew up, there's a restaurant called The Cave. Oh. And it's an actual cave inside. Like, we'll it's decorated that's... to look like a cave. Mm-hmm. And the menu had a map of the cave, and it had, like, nicknames for all the places, and there was, like, a bear's den and stuff. And, like, yeah. and it was it was just a really cool atmosphere. I thought it was so cool as a kid, because you're in a cave and you're eating. We had the Rainforest Cafe. 
Ah, and you are in same a full-out rainforest. Yeah, and the I, those I don't know if you've ever been to them, but they have the giant aquariums over your head with fish swimming <laughs> around, and then you have like a rainforest that all of a sudden starts to rain. So really? it'll go dark in there, and you hear thunder around you, and it starts raining. If you've never been to a rainforest a, cafe, that is phenomenal. Is that a chain? Uh, it is. There's is a there few one of them. here? Yeah, there's not one here. No? no, no. Was there one in West Edmonton Mall? There might My be. Thing. Hmm. That would be the place it would be if it was here. The other one I'd like to... Pizza Hut Buffet. Of course. Oh, of you course. You gotta put that one in the... Then you go and you get your pizza, and then you get your dessert pizza, and that would be one that I'd put in the conversation And when well. we grew up, they had the red cups with unlimited yep. pop and... Oh, yeah. And then that yeah. gives you something to do as a kid. You just keep going back and you stuff your face. Problem with an adult, though, is if you have a kid who overeats, then... You're in trouble because then you have a kid with a tummy ache going home with you, you know? Like, no, slow it down. I don't know if I could pick a goat out of these, but the way you described the Rainforest Cafe sounds pretty awesome. Like, any of those kind of gimmicks when you're little? As you talked about the cave, I didn't even remember Rainforest. And then I, all of a sudden, oh my God, the flashbacks, the Rainforest. Yeah. I haven't been there, but I'm picking that one. Okay. (laughs) B and S in 20 minutes or less. So as we mentioned in the news, Pierre Polyev was elected leader of the Federal Conservative Party on the weekend. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to decide on how to say his name once and for all. So I've heard his last name pronounced so many different ways. Yeah, well, some people put the little stank. Pierre Polyeve. You can put the, the you can pronounce the R. Yep. You can not. Mm-hmm. I've always said Pierre Polyev, but then again, that's the easy way of doing it. You're also Sasky, but I mean, I think that's probably going to become the standard. <laughs> Typically, not the guy we look to for French for French pronunciations here. No, no. Can't even say that. Um, the vote happened on the. It actually happened last week, but the results were announced on Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, he was elected on the first ballot with over sixty eight percent of the votes. Nearly 71% of the popular vote. He won 330 of the 338 ridings. It's crazy. It was a drubbing, as you might say. Like Mm -hmm. It was a landslide victory. I was watching CBC's coverage, and even the CBC commentators said this was probably one of the most decisive political victories ever in Canada. Um, And there are quite a few conservatives who are pretty cranked on Pierre Polyev. Uncle, Uncle P, as my buddy calls him. Mm-hmm. My buddy is one of those guys that's super cranked on him. He loves Uncle P. Loves him. I love that he calls him Uncle P. Uncle that's P, great. and I've started calling him that too, yeah. so I think it's funny. Yeah, it's totally. Meanwhile, there are many people in Canada who are terrified yeah. of Uncle P. Mm-hmm. And some Canadians are talking like, if he wins, we're all screwed. I've heard him compared to Donald Trump many times. But really, I mean, what right-leaning politician hasn't been compared to Donald Trump in it's the last true. few weeks? Every, or in the yeah. few years, everybody from... Andrew Shear to Jeremy Farkas. To, um, I don't know. I, I've, I mean, I don't know a ton about Pierre Polyev other than like the clips that have gone viral and stuff. I, I don't think he's as great as my buddy does, but I also don't think he's the devil. Uh, yeah, it's one of those where I, I need to take time and, and process that. Like, I haven't really done that yet. I don't, yeah. As I said, I don't know much about him either, uh, to be honest. Um, so I'm curious to know, you know, what happens over the next little while now that he has come into power. So I know he was heavily criticized for kind of playing nice with the trucker convoy. Right. That didn't sit well with many Canadians. Yeah. But at the same time, he seems to be, you know, the guy who's talking the most about like affordability and housing and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. issues that really, really affect the average person in this country. So um, he apparently sold over 300,000 memberships to the conservative party during his, his bid for leadership. So, I mean, if that's true, that could be huge depending on like what part of the country they were sold in. Yeah. Cause I mean, more support out here doesn't really do much for him, No, but he is an MP from Ottawa. I'm very curious to know how people out there feel about him. Yeah. 
It might depend which way you already course, lean, yeah. but I mean, if you picked up support in Ontario and Quebec, that's big. That is very, very big. Yeah. Um, also, super interesting that Prime Minister Trudeau said last week that he plans to stay on as leader. He plans to run again in the next election as leader of the Liberal Party. And many people, myself included, thought they might run someone like Christian Freeland. I was going to say, you'd didn't. mentioned that recently, but it's shocking that he's not. Yeah, because she doesn't have the baggage that he does. He, I mean, his approval rating is quite low right now. Yeah. That might be an opportunity to bring in someone fresh, but he's going to stay on and he's going to go up against Uncle P. Pierre Pralievre. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So we had our slow pitch year-end tournament this weekend. Out in Canmore, hey? Yeah, we yeah, did. It looked like fun. It was awesome. Uh, the weather was great, which was, you know, that's what you want at this time of year. You never really know. It could be snow on the ground. It could be snow on the ground. Uh, yep. We won C Championship, by the way. <laughs> All right. Which literally means you're the best of the worst. We, uh, we how lost. Do you, how do you end up on the seaside? Uh, we lost all three games on Saturday uh, okay. by a mile. And then we won both our games on Sunday. So after we were reseeded with teams appropriate to us, we won all the right. C Championship trophy. So. I saw a lot of pictures on social media, big sellies and stuff, yeah. oh, yeah. trophies. This is what we do every time. <laughs> and we'd make fun of ourselves C. for it. Yeah, yeah. Be like, C, C, C. Truly, that's the worst. Uh, here's the thing, though. The wasps were awful. Like, oh, really? It was, people were actually getting stung. It was hilarious. Like, of course, classic slow pitch tournament, but people are getting stung out in the field all over the place. <laughs> One of our, like, yeah, and she got stung really, really badly and had to, like, run in. It just, she'd never been stung before, I guess, and, like, it was went completely numb, so she had oh, to come yeah. in. Then there was a girl who got stung four times by the same wasp because it got stuck underneath her ball bag. So everybody's oh. like running to the washrooms and everybody's like, oh my God, it got stung again. It was all, it was, wasn't good. They're bad in the city right now too, but yeah. they were saying they're even worse in Canmore. Yeah. And yeah, it's, like I got stung three weeks ago. I told you about that and it still hurts. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with that. I know. It's kind it's of crazy nasty. Wasps. But I was just envisioning what that would be like at a real baseball game, like a Blue Jays game, for example. Should be a beautiful night at the ballpark, although it's been somewhat ruined by the number of wasps buzzing around the stands. I've truly never seen anything like this. Several of the players have been stung, and I'll be honest with you, Dan, I'm getting a little bit nervous as I suffer from severe anaphylaxis from insect stings. I've never been stung before. What does it feel like? There must be a nest nearby. Hopefully someone has an EpiPen. I think I was just stung. Although I don't feel pain or much of any emotion, really. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Got this message from friend of the show Tyrell last week, and he said, Hey, I've got a Jeep that squeaks like the day is long. I fixed it about a year ago, and the squeak came back. So now I'm just going to stew in it. This being the case, I think it needs a name to reflect its squeakiness. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm brutal at creative names and was hoping you two could help. Any and all suggestions would be appreciated. It's a white Jeep that sounds like a dog with a new squeaky toy when it comes down the road, for context. Well, that's fun. It's from Tyrell. God bless you, Ty- Tyrell. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah, you and I both drove ship boxes for quite a few years. We sure did. It's some garbage vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ones that you look at and you be like, I don't know if that thing's going to make it down the street. But <laughs> they did. They did. So here we go. Okay. Um, any ideas, Shauna? Ah, this is a tough one. Sque- it, squeak is not an easy word to insert no. into puns and... Well, it's just like nothing really directly rhymes with it. It's really tough to get. So you got to yeah. stretch it a bit. Like the first ones I can't like squeaky nicks, but mm-hmm. that's a stretch. Right? It is. Like, it's not a perfect rhyme. William S- Squeakspear. Again, a stretch. <laughs> I don't hate that. Yeah. I mean, like if it rings off the tongue, you almost have to go that way, that direction. Yeah. I was thinking like shit squeak. 
Shit's Creek. That's good. Squeak and Destroy. Lou Squeak Armstrong. <laughs> L- Lud Squeak Van Bait Roven. Oh, man. That's a stretch on These both are tough. These yeah. are tough. Yeah. I mean, you could go a different direction. It wouldn't necessarily have to be something that it rhymes with. That's you could true. call it like the rubber duck. Yeah, you it could. It would be better if it was yellow. But mm-hmm. Yeah. The chew toy. Yeah. We're taking the chew toy out to Banff this weekend. That's all right. It's okay. I, I didn't like again. This is a stretch, but I don't mind. Like squeaky wonder mm-hmm. rings off the tongue, okay, as well. And like if it if it is a kind of a, a ship box, it's a wonder if it ever gets anywhere. So that's good too. Yep. Do you know that restaurant, Jimmy the Greek? Yep. Jimmy the Creek. I mean, Jimmy the Squeak. Jimmy the Squeak. Yeah. Creeks. Jimmy yeah. Creeks. It squeaks. It does it all. Right. Yeah. The best ones I could come up with were in Squeaky Iglesias. So again, like that's a stretch, but yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Uh, and Chris Angel Mind Creek. That's all right. Although now when you say creek, I'm envisioning like a creek with water. But you're right. If it's if it's creaky, it's good too. It's creek with an A. Uh, what about Ty Squeak Hill? It's another one. He's an NFL okay. player because I know you don't follow the NFL, but that's one as well. Yeah. So yeah, he's a wide all receiver right. for the Dolphins. Just show you. Uh, so yeah, William Squeak Spear. In Squeak, what was he in Squeaky Iglesias? Yeah, probably my favorite. Yeah, it was a tough one. Ah, it's a tough one. It's not an easy word to play with. Mm -mm. Hopefully, that helps a little, Tyrell. Yeah. V and S in twenty minutes or less. Friend of the show, Panda Cat, messaged and said, "If it's a Jeep Cherokee, it should be known as a Jeep Cherosqueak." Oh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, that's way better than anything. If it is a Cherokee, I think that would beat any of the ones we came up with. Hundred percent. Do you name your vehicles? Yeah. Yeah? Does this one have a name? Yeah. Although, so we do it where I can't name it. A friend has to name it. Okay. So the first person to ride in it is how we do this. And this was a tradition brought up by our friend Irvin, who we speak of quite often on the show. So Irvin named it uh, Olaf. Okay. Because of, well, it's Frozen? a... Yeah. It's a white vehicle. And so he kind of looks... And it's kind of round. German. It looks like a snowball a bit. So... Yeah. Olaf. Yeah. What about yours? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a name for my new, like for my truck. I've had great names for my vehicles in the past. I had Vanessa, I had Trish, I yep. had Gladys. Um, I didn't have a name for this, and Bo was like, "What about Terry?" I was like, "Yeah, for sure. It's a it's an old work truck. It's it's a Terry vehicle for sure. Totally sounds like a Terry vehicle. Looks like a Terry vehicle. That's great. But I mean, I typically like to name vehicles lady names, mm-hmm. so it's got to be." Girl Terry, Terry with an eye. Well, my old one was the Silver Fox, of course. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Yeah. yeah. So talked a lot about that. We sure did long talk time, about Anderson a lot. Longtime fans of the Pisscast will know all I'll about know Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our old shit boxes. Yeah. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. So yesterday I learned about the history of sausages. Don't ask. Okay, it's riveting. Okay, okay. I went down a rabbit hole. I don't know how I even got on that that train, but here we are. And so. we're talking sausages. We're talking sausages. And okay? we're talking sausages. I, I wanted to pass along what I learned about sausages. Okay, first of all, they used to be spelled sausage, S-A-W-S-Y-G, which is really weird. Sausage. Sausage. Sounds Middle English. It totally does. Uh, but the first time that sausage was written about was in 500 BC. Like, sausages have been around forever. There was a Greek play called The Sausage. Okay, it was a Greek play that used to be performed called The Sausage. In fact, they were the preferred food at ancient Greek theaters. So instead of popcorn, they used to have sellers that would wander around and sell sausage so you could mow down on some sausage as you watch plays. The word is losing meaning to me. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> you said sausage like a dozen times. So they were also just a sound now. mentioned in Homer's The Odyssey in the 8th or 9th century. It was a favorite food of the Romans. So in the year 320 A.D., 
sausages were actually banned by the Roman emperor because they were, uh, I guess, tied to pagan festivals. <laughs> so sausages were That's banned. It. They were <laughs> no more sausages. They were on the black market. Like you could actually be jailed <laughs> by eating sausage. You could be jailed if you caught you were caught with sausage. Which come on, just ridiculous. You gotta stop talking like this. You want me to keep talking about? I'm going to keep going. Okay, I've there's got more? more. There's more about sausages as well. Sausages have a couple of interesting nicknames too. Uh, first, you know how they're called bangers in the UK, like bangers and mash. Yeah, call them. Yeah, that's because during the Second World War they were fried, and when they were fried, they would explode. So they so were known bang. as bangers. Okay. Because of that. So sausages were bangers. A banger in the mouth. They were that's, a banger. A, that's a phrase over there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they were also sausages uh, known as bags of mystery for a long time by the British. That's what they would call them is just bags of mystery. Because they just didn't know what was in it? They didn't know what was in it. So, But it was like the most popular way of saying sausage. It was bags of mystery there. So there you go. Well, you've heard the joke that like hot dogs are totally the lips and buttholes of whatever animal yes. you're... Well, sausages, they think, originally, that's what they were for, is they were just a storage unit for, like, the gross parts of an animal, right, that you wanted to reuse, essentially, but you'd put them in your bags of mystery, and then you'd... Someone's like, uh, let me try some of that right yes, there. Right? Yeah, it's pretty good. I wonder if it was like, a, yeah, you lost a bet at some point. Some Greek or Roman was like, no, no, you gotta, you're, you have to eat that. That's the losing bet here. And they're like, hmm, actually not too bad, these sausages. Is that it for our lesson on sausages? Yeah, I'm sorry, that was it. Could you say sausage just one more time? Did anybody count how many times I said that? I will. Somebody should have. Sausage. But just finish with a nice sausage. VMS in 20 minutes or less. Are you noticing that there are still shortages of products everywhere? Yeah, here and there. Yeah. It's weird. Like, grocery stores will just have... But, I mean, is that has it always been the case and we're just more aware of it now? Like, there's always know. been, like, outages of things at grocery stores, I think. It feels like it's just way more common now. Like, yeah. I mean, this was, of course, predicted to last after the pandemic yes. had kind of receded, but it can be very frustrating going out. You go with, like, like a shopping list and often I'll come back without with some things not crossed off the list because the shelves are just empty for that thing. Totally. I and know. The, the latest one that I've noticed is light peanut butter. You can't get light peanut butter well anywhere that I've looked. Interesting. I went to four different stores. Nobody had light peanut butter. The shelf was empty where the tag said Kraft light peanut butter. Hmm. So I switched to the store brand and it wasn't bad. It was okay. It was a pass, yeah. you know, passable replacement. Now they're out of the store brand too. Weird. It's like you can only get the full, full-bodied peanut butter. Is there a shortage of light peanuts in the world? I mean, was there a blight on the light peanut crop this it season? Doesn't make any sense because it's the same damn peanuts. It's just the way they're processed. Is it or are they light it. peanuts? They're not light peanuts. So why can't we just make more of the light, the light peanut butter then? Clearly, maybe people just don't buy it enough, and they've decided to kind of phase out of the late peanut butter. The consistency of the full-bodied peanut butter isn't what I'm after. I'm looking for light. No. And you can't find it. You might be crap out of luck. There's powdered peanut butter. That's probably why, because a lot of people are into the powdered peanut butter now. Do you have to mix it yourself? Yeah. So you you decide the consistency. Yeah. You put a little bit drop of it, and it's just supposed to be more healthy for you. So I wonder if people are doing that. It's either full-bodied or the, the powdered stuff now. Can you get that made with light peanuts? They're the, they're the same peanuts. It's just a... <laughs> Are you no, sure? There's no light and dark are peanuts, okay? We sure? Are we sure? Well, I mean, I guess there is, but 
I don't know. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.